Hello there, and welcome to the Sila Entrepreneur Podcast, where we take a look at doing online business a little differently for women over 50. I'm your host, Marta Gertson, entrepreneur and business owner since 2008, and for far too long, I struggled with trying to figure out what I wanted to be when my business and I grew up. I was tired of buying all the courses and downloading all the freebies, all in the hope that the answer I was longing for would suddenly appear. Turns out, clarity doesn't come in an instant. It's a journey of discovery and finding answers layer by layer. As I took action, I learned what type of work I really love to do, who I had fun serving, and the problems I love to help them solve. That clarity gave me the confidence to start designing a simple, sustainable business that I could steward well, and I'd love to help you do the same. If you're ready to find the clarity you're longing for, then you're in the right place. Let's take this journey of discovery together. In a previous episode of this podcast, I asked the question, do you want to start the year feeling in hustle mode or would you like to start it out on a softer, gentler note? I'd like to take that idea a little bit further in looking at what do we need to get ready for the new year? Here we are ending 2023 at the time of this recording, heading into 2024. And starting on a gentler, softer note is becoming more and more important to me, especially in my own life and in the lives of the women I work with. Too often we get to the end of the year and we're asking the same two questions. How in the world is it possibly time to look at a new year? And where did this current year go? And at the same time, we're getting bombarded by all these messages of celebrate the season, having a meaningful holiday season, enjoy the Christmas and make it meaningful and special, all the while layered in with these additional messages of get ready for the new year, set your resolutions, figure out your goals, set your year up for success. When you hear all that, I don't know about you, my body starts to tense up going, wait a minute, how am I supposed to do all that? Have a meaningful Christmas and holiday season while setting up and getting ready for the new year in my business? Well, for me, January has turned into reflection time. It's a time for me to step back, recover from the holidays in some cases, or get my brain back in gear because I have been focusing on the season of celebrating the reason for the season enjoying my family, enjoying the gift buying process and giving these gifts to the people that I care about. And it's also a time to get ready for the new year. But I think there's a way we can do it without having to do everything at once and starting the new year out feeling all frazzled and in hustle mode right out of the gate. That's something I think we need to ask ourselves. Do we need to pick a word of the year, a theme for the year, or do we need to set resolutions and have it all ready by January 1st? I think it boils down to how do we want to start the new year? So that's what we're going to take a look at today. Do you need to set resolutions? Do you need to pick a word of the year? And importantly, does it all need to be figured out by January 1st? My inbox and my social media feeds are, of course, filled with everything holiday-ish and Christmas and New Year's, but it's also about goal setting, resolutions, of setting your year up for success and making sure that you have the proper planner in place, that you have your year planned out in your business and that you're ready to go. Like I said, I have found that January for me needs to be a time to step back and reflect. Part of this comes from how I experienced my last corporate job. My last corporate job was starting about September, October. We got so busy and we were going full speed ahead until the end of the year. If I didn't use up my vacation time, I was going to lose it. 
and I'll, my year renewed at the uh, beginning of February. It wasn't uncommon for me to take January and take a multiple series of long weekends so I didn't lose my vacation time. That influence has extended into my entrepreneurial journey, into my business life, because often the fall and into winter, it is a busy season for me. So a lot of times I don't have time to plan. I don't have time to think about the new year. And January becomes a time to reflect and get ready to plan for a new year. My year often is February 1st to January 31st. And one thing that has changed my planning and getting ready for a new year is by picking a word of the year. And that often I try to have ready by the beginning of the year, but there are some years that doesn't hit me and I don't understand what that word is to be until later. And I'm not behind. I'm okay. At least that's what I tell myself, despite what my social media feed and my inbox is trying to tell me differently. When we're talking about setting resolutions, a lot of times we're talking about having a list of things we want to have accomplished and we want to know what we're trying to do by January 1st. Guess what? According to Laura Casey, and thank goodness she said this, Laura Casey of lauracasey.com, she said there's nothing magical about January 1st. And sadly, when we do set those resolutions, when we set up these expectations of we're going into the year gung-ho, how often of us, how often do we actually follow through? Ask a gym owner. The attendance in their gym that first week or two of January is explosive, and they can see a significant tapering off by the end of January. And that's why I think setting unrealistic goals, setting these resolutions without putting some proper foundation underneath them is kind of wasted effort and wasted time. At least it has been in my life. What do we do instead? I think we'd take a look at setting a theme for the year or picking a word of the year, something that's going to describe what we want the new year to be. I've always had a hard time setting resolutions and at times goal settings and then in turn, keeping those goals or following through with those goals. So for many years, I avoided doing all of that. I avoided making goals and resolutions, especially at the start of the year, because I knew I was going to forget them so quickly. But I did find that without having those goals and those resolutions in place, I did not grow or make the progress I'd hoped for or thought I would experience. It was about that time that I learned about setting a word of the year or setting a theme for the year. And it opened up a whole new world for me and a new way to approach a new year. I think there are three reasons we need to pick a word of a year instead of setting resolutions. But picking a word of the year is a much gentler and softer approach to a new year. The idea of picking that word is to take the time and setting aside time to carefully and prayerfully consider the coming year. What do you feel you're being led to? Where are you feeling called? What would you like to accomplish? And picking a word or a theme that describes what that's going to be like. There is a book called One Word That Will Change Your Life, and in it, the authors are quoted as saying, words are powerful. They have the power to inspire, encourage, appreciate, heal, and turn the impossible into the possible. And I do think when you pick a word to focus on, that you are setting yourself for the opportunity to make the impossible possible. Reason number two is I think your word or your theme gives an added dimension to your business clarity journey. For a long time, I thought there was something wrong with me or that I just wasn't self-disciplined enough to follow through with these resolutions and these goals. And with the new year upon us, this is something that comes up for me every year because I do have big dreams for the new year. I do have 
big ideas of what are the things I would like to accomplish. And these ideas and dreams are going to require taking consistent action to bring these ideas and dreams to life. As I've walked through my clarity journey, my why has gotten a lot stronger. I understand my calling and where I'm headed. And from that understanding, my word of the year choices have become more impactful and have had deeper meaning in my business and entrepreneurial growth. Also, each year we find that there's different areas of our life and business that we do need to focus on. And choosing a word of the year can help us focus, grow, and step further into our calling in a much more impactful, more meaningful way. Reason number three is that a word of the year can become a foundational pillar for goal setting and helping us reach those goals. And I think it can do it in a way that a resolution can't, or at least very rarely does. And the beautiful thing is, is that your word does not have to be anything fancy. A few examples are connection, family, relationships, adventures, healthy, simplify, stewardship, margin, rest. The word you choose is going to be personal and meaningful and purposeful. Way back when, when I picked my very first word, I ended up with the word simplify. And this word really made me think about life and business differently. It made me look at my schedule differently, what I said yes to and what I said no to. I wanted to simplify my business and cut back on my hours and the amount of things I was working on at one time. It also impacted my life, my belongings. I wanted to simplify my house, my hobbies. I do have a few hobbies and I had collected a few things to bring those hobbies to life. A word of the year becomes a decision filter. It adds a layer to your decision-making process. It helps you weed out bright, shiny objects and it can deepen your understanding of your entrepreneurial journey. It can also give us additional clarity as we set goals for our lives and our businesses. It reminds us of what is important as we set those goals, and it helps, see, helps us see those goals in a different light. If you know you want to simplify, but you're looking at the first quarter of the year and setting 20 goals, that's not simplifying. Your word of the year is helping you describe the experience and journey you want the new year to be in. So when you're setting your goals in the light of your word of the year, you're going to ask yourself, is this goal going to help me move forward in my business? Is this goal going to help me move forward in a purposeful and meaningful way? Meaningful way? Is it in alignment with my core values, my vision, my calling? Your word of the year is shining a light on your dreams and how you want the new year to be and the goals that you're going to set to help you get there. There are years I have not set a word of the year. I've not picked a theme. And I can definitely see that there was not as much progress, not as much growth as I had hoped. Now, is, all, is that lack of growth and progress all tied to not selecting my word? No, but I can definitely see how not choosing impacted my ability to make decisions and the decisions I did make. Now that you can see the three reasons why to pick a word for the year instead of setting a New Year's resolution, there's a few things I want you to remember. One, your word of the year is about a journey. It's not about a destination. When the overwhelm hits, and that's not an if, but a when, and it feels like you're not making as much progress as you had hoped or you feel like you should be making, remember that picking a word is about the journey. It's not some arbitrary destination that you need to reach by some by something entirely unrealistic and undoable. Your one word can help you make powerful decisions that are going to keep you moving forward, especially when the going gets tough. And it's also about knowing that some days are going to work the way we planned and giving ourselves grace on the days we don't because it is about a journey. 
It's not about a specific date. It's not about a destination. The other thing I want you to remember is that your word of the year is not set in stone. Your word of the year is going to serve you for a season. And that season could be the full year. It could be a month. It could be a quarter. It could be half the year. It could be three quarters of the year. In 2023, I set the word of stewardship at the beginning of the year. And it served me well for probably until about the beginning of fourth quarter. And it just felt like something was missing. And my word last year was margin. And I realized that even though I was trying to be a good steward of my time and my finances and my resources and my business, in that process, I lost some of the margin of I was trying to place and I had placed in my life last year. And so I did add the word back in to finish out the year. And it did help me. It did give a new dimension and give me new insight into what I was trying to accomplish at the end of this year. Now, do I recommend you always choose multiple words? No, I actually broke my own rule on that one. I did try one year of picking multiple words and I didn't, I, it didn't serve me well. And I think what you'll find is that if you don't pick one word, you don't have that narrowed focus. Having too many words is like having too many ice cream flavors uh, at the ice cream shop. That too many words, you're not able to focus in and really pick and choose and make wise decisions. Or you're going to sit there and, and stare at the menu board and unable to make any decision. And I want to talk to you about picking your word of the year. And this is a tricky one because you can Google how to pick my word of the year and you're going to find all sorts of ideas and resources. And all of these are going to have something of value to offer you. But I can't guarantee you that it's going to serve you every single year. Not every two or three years, I have found that I needed to change my process in picking my word. I did start with basic tools and that served me really well for those first few years. It taught me the process and the value of choosing a word. But I found that those words didn't have as much impact on my business. They didn't serve me as well as I would like or I thought they would. The words that have served me the best are the words that have been given to me. And what I mean by given, that means when I've taken the time to pray about it, to journal about it, to carefully consider the, the year ahead or the season ahead, the word that I needed to focus on has often been whispered to me through prayer it's a word that's come up in my journaling. Often it's whispered to me during my devotional time, my quiet time. And that happened again this year. I had no clue what the word will be. And I now I think I know it just came up in a conversation. Somebody said a word and that word was like, you know what? You need to look at this word closer. And as I looked at the definition of what that word was, that is the word that I chose for 2024. I'll probably talk about that in a later episode. Because a word is your theme or your focus for the year. It's often very personal and you don't have to share it. You don't have to announce to the world what your word of the year is. Some years I do, some years I don't. And the words that are given to me, the ones that I feel that the, that God has given to me and said, this is where you need to focus this year. Those are the years that I have seen the most growth and impact on my business. I had a better understanding of my clarity journey because it brought a new perspective to my clarity journey. And it helped me step into the calling that's been placed on my heart. So I will put some resources in the show notes here for you that will give you some tools to get you started on picking a word, a word of the year. But to get a word that has the impact and the growth potential that you expect out of a word of the year, I think it's something you need to set aside time to pray about, to consider, to journal about, and take your time picking it. Don't think you have to do an exercise and have it picked out in five minutes. Those words, you definitely place to start, but I find that those words are not nearly as impactful as ones that you prayerfully consider and ask for. 
I'd love to hear from you. Do you pick a word of the year? Have you found picking a word of the year impactful? Some people don't. I've talked to people who say, no, I've tried it. It didn't work for me. That's okay. This is your journey. This is your business. This is just my opinion. If you remember one of my previous episodes, you are more than a template. You are more than a process. You are more than a methodology. If a word of the year does not serve you, don't take the time to do it. Maybe for you, setting a resolution is what you need. Maybe setting goals and having them ready early in the year serves you. Great. Go for it. I just know for me and a lot of women I work with that we need a softer, gentler, simpler approach to a new year that we can ease into in order to get out of our business what we would like, to step into our calling and feel like we're not stuck in hustle mode. If that's you, I would love to hear from you about your word of the year. If you're wanting to share it, I'd love to hear how you picked it. In the next episode, I'd like to take this idea of picking a word of the year and going forward with it. Okay, now you've picked a word. What do you do with it? What in the world is the word of the year supposed to do? And how am I supposed to use it throughout the year? I have a few ideas for you, and we'll talk about that in the next episode. So now that you've heard this, I'd, l- I'd like you to ask yourself, do you need to pick a word of the year? Do you need to set a resolution? Or do you need to have a few goals that you can work on right out of the gate? There's no right or wrong answer. This is your journey. This is your business. This is your life. Thanks for joining me. I hope you found some clarity or an aha moment that inspires you to take some action today. Before you go, could I ask a favor? I would really appreciate it if you could take a few seconds and leave a review of this show in the Apple Podcast app. Your review really does make an impact and helps spread the word about this show and gets it in the hands of other women who are looking to build simple and sustainable businesses of their own. Until next time.